The Ontario Heritage Trust describes heritage as the people, places, traditions and stories we identify, protect, promote and preserve Ontario's heritage. Each February, municipalities across Ontario celebrate heritage in all its forms, including cultural and natural, archaeological, architectural and collections. Today I'll be speaking to Virginia McLeod, the City's Manager of Recreation and Culture, in Studio 99 to discuss Ontario Municipal Heritage Week and how the City of Sault Ste. Marie will celebrate. This conversation will be the second episode for the City of Sault Ste. Marie's brand new podcast, where each month we will be bringing in City representatives to discuss exciting initiatives the City is offering and to get to know some of the City staff that are working hard on making our community a wonderful place to live, work and play. I'm Madison Zupa, Deputy City Clerk, and this is Where You Belong. So welcome, Virginia, to Where You Belong, and thank you so much for being part of the city's brand new podcast to talk about heritage with us. Thanks, Madison, for having me today. I'm excited to be your second guest on the podcast. We want to start off with just a couple of questions to let our listeners get to know you a little bit better. So the first two questions are, can you tell me about your role and why you love doing what you do? Well, I'm the Manager of Recreation and Culture, and our area provides a wide range of programs and services to the community. Uh, our team's responsible for everything from swimming to programs to running events, assisting a number of our community organizations with their events. We also operate the marinas, Roberta Bonder Tent, Seniors Programming, the Ermatinger Clerk National Historic Site, and we help with the parks and sports complexes in conjunction with our park staff. And we also do a number of programs at the Northern Community Centre. Part of our other area includes art, culture, and last but not least, heritage. I always joke with everybody uh, that we're the fun department here at City Hall, but I truly believe that we are really fortunate. We get to provide services which impact the health and well-being of community members. We get to see our seniors out being active, people enjoying the events, and participating in culture and we recently held the doors open in uh, the fall last year during culture days which is well received so we do get to interact with the community on a number of levels and it's amazing to see the members out enjoying themselves so no that's great and uh, certainly the fun department is uh, is a true expression but I, I think the clerk's office too also is a, a, a pretty good competition for the fun office <laughs> So we have three rapid fire questions for you. Are you ready for them? (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. So the first is, what are you reading? Um, Usually emails, (laughs) Um, but, uh, you know, often different things that are coming down, whether they're recreation-based articles or kind of things that, you know, pertain to my job on a regular basis or so. Second question is, what are you listening to? Um, I have two girls, so whatever they happen to be playing on their phones when we're driving in the car is usually what music is going on. And the final rapid fire question, what are you watching? We actually, my husband and I just started season two of Fargo. Any opinions on it yet? Uh, The first season was good, so it's been good so far. So I've heard good reviews from uh, other friends, so we'll see where the rest of the seasons go. Yeah, I might have to check that out. So, Virginia, tell me more about Ontario Heritage Week and why heritage is important to recognize. Heritage Week provides us an opportunity to celebrate heritage in all its forms. So whether it's cultural, natural, architectural, like you had mentioned, as well as the collections. And, you know, it's an opportunity for us to draw attention to the range of heritage properties we have in the community, share their history and the reason that we designated them. It's also an opportunity to really 
promote and share our historical places and museums. The Armitanger Clark National Historic Site, the Sault Ste. Marie Museum, as well as the Canadian Heritage Bush Plain Centre are really amazing repositories of our history and great places for the community to go check out and learn more about our, our heritage as well as visitors to our community. So yeah, so you know, we do have a very rich heritage here in Sault Ste. Marie that dates thousands of years ago. So it really is important to learn more about the importance of the waterway and the background of how we came to be. Yeah, and we're just sitting here looking at some panels behind us. Uh, very interesting. We have our Ermatinger Clerg uh, National Historic Site, and I'm looking at the timelines, and you know we're looking at uh, 1812 to 1814 when the old stone house was constructed, and and it goes all the way to our our current uh, year, and always looking at uh, how to look at properties from a historical perspective and a heritage perspective, and we're constantly looking at heritage properties. So if someone wanted to look at their own property and see if it has heritage value or they want to list it uh, as a heritage property. How would one go through that process? With the heritage properties, we do have information on the, the website, but you know, we always encourage individuals to reach out to our department. They could give me a call and I'm happy to kind of sit down and go through with them kind of what it entails and what the process is. We do have an application form and, you know, anytime we're looking at a property, it does start with research. There are some really great tools that are available on the government website. The Ontario Heritage Trust has a number of conservation tools, one of them which includes guidelines and help on how to research your property. Because we really need to make sure that the property does have cultural heritage value or interest. And it gives you the steps and how to research ownership, name change, look at architectural styles and kind of do that background as to how the property came to be and what, how it transitioned over time. What are the differences, I guess, between being designated as a heritage property and then being on the heritage register? There's a, a de definitely differences. So properties that are designated are designated under Part 4 of the Ontario Heritage Act and they need to meet the criteria that's outlined within the Act, a designation report is brought to Council, and then Council then would approve whether it would be designated or not, and then a statement of significance and a posting period happens before it's actually finally becomes a designated property. Designation does have different layers of requirements on the property owner. So if the property owner has a designated property that's, you know, a stone building and they decided they wanted to paint it, those types of things have to go through the Heritage Committee. So the Heritage Committee helps ensure that the exterior of the building and those significant features are maintained. And we work with the property owners to help them through different programs that we have because it is more costly to maintain a heritage property. So we have a designated granting program as well as heritage property tax rebate to help offset the costs of maintaining those heritage properties. A listed property is a property that is on the register. It's not designated but it is listed and it protects the building from demolition. But the Heritage Committee wouldn't weigh in if they wanted to change their windows out or make minor adjustments to the property. It's just if the case that it's going to be torn down that it would trigger any process for the Heritage Committee to take a look. Now you mentioned the Municipal Heritage Committee. Can you tell us a little bit more about their role in all of this? You mentioned a few things that they review grant applications. Can you tell me a little bit more about that committee? 
Yeah, so the Sault Ste. Marie Heritage Committee is comprised of members of the community. They advise council on matters relating to the Ontario Heritage Act and our heritage properties. They are a busy committee, so there's a number of initiatives usually that are on the go with the committee members. Most recently, the listing of a number of 28 properties on the Heritage Register, which happened last year. They work on designation applications, they help with research, they help with events such as Doors Open that we held this year. And they also assist with property tax rebate program, as well as reviewing different items that come forward, whether recently when we were looking at doing the windows of the old stone stone house, the details of that project were brought to the committee. It was reviewed and then they recommended that we proceed in that uh, direction. So there's a number of things that they work on and an upcoming project we'll be looking at is heritage trees. So I was just going to say, I'm looking at a, a panel behind us on St. Mary's River Heritage Waterway. So it, it's more than just physical properties. There are other uh, elements of heritage across our community. Heritage trees is something that you uh, just brought up. And I certainly know of a few around the community that uh, have some significance in neighborhoods and, and are magnificent to go and view. Some other natural features like the St. Mary's River uh, Heritage Waterway. Are we doing anything to help promote that as a heritage feature in Sault Ste. Marie? Actually, one of the projects that the committee was working on in conjunction with members of council was the St. Mary's River Heritage Walk, which was highlighting the waterway, but also features along the waterway for visitors and guests as they stroll down the boardwalk. So we're close to getting those panels installed, and they'll stretch from the Mill Market area down by the canal all the way through to Clark Park. That's great. Something to look forward to for members of our community to go check out and get some more information, but also as a tourist feature for when people visit our community. So that's great. And I was looking at the interactive map online at SueStMarie.ca, and I saw that there are two different features. There's an interactive map where you can go and get more information about the, the heritage properties across the community, but there's also heritage neighborhoods. Can you tell us a little bit more about maybe the interactive map or how people can get more information about the properties and maybe a little bit more about these heritage neighborhoods? Because that was, I used to live in uh, one of the heritage neighborhoods and uh, I was interested to see how many we actually have. So we're that with the heritage map where we're continuing to work on that. So the interactive map allows you to look at a map of the community, go down and you click on the particular building. It brings up the designation report and current photo. We're also continuing to build the number of older folders of the property so you can see what it maybe looked like in 1912 and how it looks today and gain more information. So it becomes an educational tool for community members. We also have, through the official plan, as they were doing it, they looked at locally significant areas in the community. So they identified those and started to define them. So the Simpson-Leo up to McGregor area, Monterey Gardens, there's a number of, I think, three of those areas they identified. And that's run through planning. So that's kind of outside of the Heritage Ontario Heritage Act. But the community did want to say, like, these are very significant areas for our community. But yeah, we continue to build out those features so that we can continue to help educate and provide sources of information that the community can start to get interested in. And I have one more question. Outside of the granting programs, what are some other benefits to having these heritage features in Sault Ste. Marie? I think that, you know, the granting programs help the property owners, but I do think that the, the heritage properties lend to the character they build a sense of place within the community. And, 
you know, it tells our story and they're important to preserve for future generations so they can continue to understand our past and see those buildings that, you know, are significant that were built in the last couple hundred years. No, that's great. I, I've learned a lot just by researching this podcast and do look forward to going to some of these properties across the community to check them out. And just looking at some of the old pictures and seeing how our community has evolved over time. And it's an excellent way for us to learn a little bit more about our community's history. So I really appreciate you coming onto the podcast today to talk about uh, Municipal Heritage. Uh, is there anything in store for us for Municipal Heritage Week uh, to, in the celebration? Uh, yes, so we'll be doing a proclamation at City Council on February 21st. During that week, we'll have a number of displays set up at the Ermitage Clark National Historic Site. I believe the museum may be looking at putting up a display as well as we've reached out to the library. So generally we put up displays of panels sharing heritage properties at those locations. We're also going to be sharing videos that we had created last year as well as um, a series of posts which will highlight different buildings and properties within the community and how they looked you know, 100 years ago and how they might look today. Um, another, another tool actually that is out there is we do have on-the-spot tours, which is an app. Uh, you go on to on-the-spot and there's a whole bunch of different walking tours that community members can go on. And as you walk through the community, the spots come up and it tells you a bit about the history. So we have a stroll down Queen Street. We also have one that talks about the canal and the importance of Whitefish Island in that area. So it's a great app to check out and it's a great way to learn about our history. That's really good news to hear about this app. If someone wanted to go and find the app on, uh, say, their their smartphone or smart device, what would they look up? They just look up on the spot, and it includes not only heritage tours, but it also includes a mural walking tour, um, different sites of interest. So we're going to continue to build the different walking tours in our community using that app, and it's it's been great. Once you have the app downloaded, you can use it in Toronto, Vancouver, all across Canada when you're visiting places to learn more about their heritage as well. Oh, I just thought of something. Oh, every time we do one of these podcasts, uh, I always get new ideas to, to look at for future uh, initiatives. And maybe there's room for adding some additional information for some of the projects we're working on. So that's really great news. And if people wanted to find out more information, where would they head? Well, if you want to find out more information, uh, just visit the city's website. And if you search heritage, you'll um, be brought to the heritage pages with the Municipal Heritage Committee. And you'll learn more about all the programs that we have to offer, as well as more about heritage buildings that we do have in Sault Ste. Marie. And that interactive map is there as well. That's where I found it. So that's great information for people to have. And I'll definitely check out that app for myself. I'm going to download it and, and go check out that because I, I want to find out more. There's there's hidden treasures all across the community that even people who have lived here for a long time may not know about. So I look forward to doing that. Well, thanks again for being on the podcast. It's an exciting initiative for us. We wanted to uh, have city staff come on the podcast, not only to talk about some of their areas that they, they work in, but also to get to know you a little bit better. So we appreciate you sharing some of your, your interests with us today. And uh, we look forward to, uh, to next month with our next podcast. Thank you very much, Madison. And thank you for helping promote Heritage Week. Where You Belong is produced by the City Clerk's Office. Make sure to check back next month for our next episode. If you're looking for more info, head to suecentmarie.ca forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you have a topic for future episodes, email podcast at citysm.on.ca. Until next time.